Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Excuse me, robot. These eggs are runny. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Before we get to robot waiters and the best jobs for 2022, I just saw this and I don't believe it. Robot waiters. Robot waiters in just a second. Dystopian nightmare. I just saw this and I don't believe it. Uh, How many books did people read last year? The average American read 12.6 books last year, down from 15.6 books in 2016. Not a chance in hell that the average American read 13 books last year, or in previous years read 15. No way. I find that figure a ridiculous assertion. (laughs) It's It's not even close to correct. The vast majority of people don't read any books. You remember back when we were young, sometimes people would say, yeah, I got a hold of a Playboy book. Maybe that's what they mean, a magazine. I don't think the average person reads a single book, let alone the average person reads 13 or 15, depending on the year. Do you? No. No, no No, Although that's one of my, uh, my, uh, not a New Year's resolution, but I'm trying to do read a lot more. You read a book a month? No, you don't. Unless it's... You're a liar. (laughs) Who are you angry at? Well, I just don't believe it. Um, uh, Unless it's uh, like those... What's his name? Patterson Mysteries, I guess. Like my wife used to read those like crazy and go through a lot of those. I guess if you read a lot of those and those send sell gazillions of copies, maybe that's what they're talking about. Yeah, my wife likes the romance novels probably because, you know, I'm not doing a good enough job. That's what I assume. Or if you're a parent, I mean, I read, you know, five Wimpy Kid books last year to my kids and a bunch of those. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, if you counted kid books, yeah, there for a while I read 175 books a year. Mm. Hell, more than that. Like 500 books a year. 
Um, so there's that. Lies and the lying liars who lie them. Uh, I got the best jobs for 2022. Maybe I'll finish with that. Restaurants are turning to robots during the latest labor shortages. Are they? Well, this one is. This is a restaurant in Boca Raton, Florida. You try to keep me out of Del Boca Vista? Boca Raton, Florida has got a restaurant where they got a new uh, robot waiter or waitress named Bella. All the reaction has been great, says the owner of the restaurant. Everybody's loved it. You're going to like this. Everybody had their phones out on Bella's first night. I thought that was really cool how the robot served us food, said one diner. Good quote. <laughs> That's your quote about the robot waiter? Good quote. I thought it was really cool how the robot served us food. And did all the waiter stuff. <laughs> As a robot waiter. Yeah. Um, aside from our jocularity, uh, this is the direction we're going, and it's not just the labor shortage. If you keep forcing restaurants to provide various benefits and and wages that don't work out mathematically, they're going to turn to robots. And, or close their doors. Or close their doors. And it's just so freaking obvious. And once they've invested all the money in the robot, who is not ever going to sue you for sexual harassment or ask for a day off or any of the other million things that human beings ask for, um, you'll never go back to human beings and those jobs will be gone forever. Did you win? Did you win those of you who are forcing restaurants to pay more than they can afford for waiters? Yes, Michael. No, I have a Colbert clip that deals with this very thing if you want to hear about it. Sure, why not? These are actual products. Restaurants are also filling their job openings with robots such as Flippy from Miso Robotics, which uses artificial intelligence sensors, computer vision, and robotic arms to fry fast food. This thing is capable of solving the most complex mathematic calculations, and it's frying fast food. It's a scientific breakthrough. They've invented a synthetic grad student. And the makers... Yep. The makers of Flippy also make Sippy, a robot machine that automatically dispenses colas and soft drinks. And if you buy them both, the Flippy and Sippy robots combine to form Diabetes Voltron. I I imagine there are smart people that have put a lot of effort into how much, what the break-even is on a robot versus humans. But God, that number has got to have been moving southward a lot over the years. So uh, robots can't get COVID, obviously, so that's completely out. They never get sick, as a matter of fact. I'm sure there's some maintenance, but uh, it would be the maintenance on a robot would almost have to be cheaper than health care for the average human. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I find myself thinking about the infamous McDonald's ice cream machines and the whole right to repair movement. You know, if uh, as long as you can work on the robot or have it serviced, locally as opposed to having to go back to the manufacturer which is more or less a scam i don't it'll be interesting to see this develop and i have no idea it could be that uh, this would not be crazy you know uh, 30% of the fast food world disappears yeah because the numbers no longer work all of those you know green burrito slash arby's or hardy's or whatever it is um they just all go away i don't know i don't like you lumping uh Arby's in with Green Burrito, I think. Yeah, I meant Hardee's. I think Arby's is a much Carl's Jr. Yeah. higher quality output. Well, I just, I'm not lumping anything with anything. I was just trying to think of the name. 
And now I got this. The best jobs for 2022, which you're I not. really like cheap Mexican food. I've got to admit it. I really do. You, you can't make bad refried beans, in my opinion. I don't know if I've ever had bad refried beans. And you got to try to make a bad taco. Right. I might make tacos tonight. I got to get better at cooking now that I'm cooking for kids because uh, I'm a divorcee. Um, I got to get better at cooking. I can't feed the kids the same three meals I make for the rest of their lives. <laughs> I just, somehow I got to be better. Uh, different topic for a different day. Here's the ranking um, from U.S. News of the top 20 jobs for 2022. I'll count them up. There's a sameness to most of these jobs. Always on the list and uh, standing out as different from the others on the list at number 20, actuary. Why is actuary always on every list for best jobs? It sounds like a miserable job to me. I think I'd be standing on a chair trying to convince myself not to kick it out from underneath me on day two of being an actuary. I'd be drunk every single day. All day. Sitting there and doing math about when people are going to die. Yeah, I've done the math. At a desk. There's 80% chance I'm going to be drunk tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) But some people are cut out for that. Yeah. Uh, Number 19, nurse anesthesiest. Uh... 18, oral and maxillofacial surgeon. Oh, yeah, you're going to be an oral surgeon. Great job. A lot of these are like that. Yeah, okay, I'll dedicate 11 years of schooling and a different brain and just and go ahead and do that. Sure, why not? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Number 17, management analyst, then respiratory therapist, operations research analyst, market research analyst, a lot of analyzing going on. I'm analyzing this list and determining that you need to be an analyst. IT manager is at 13, registered nurse, 12, physician 11, speech language pathologist 10, lawyer is 9. Lawyer being in the top 10 is shocking to me from lawyers I know. I'm going to call my lawyer. From from (laughs) From lawyers I know and parents of law school students I know, uh, getting out there and making a living as a lawyer is not an easy thing to do. No, it is not. That strikes me as odd. Statistician finishes at number eight. Financial manager, data scientist, software developer. Now we're getting into all the computer stuff. Medical and health services manager. I don't even know what any of these people do. Uh, Physician's assistant. I assume that you assist the physician. Yeah, that's a good gig. If you can get one. And you can get one. They're hiring like crazy. Really? Yeah. My buddy's wife does that, and she's always kind of liked her job, and it seems to pay pretty well. So Yeah. Uh, nurse practitioner is number two. And then number one. So you hear this kind of a list and you think, oh, this is, I, I want to hear the list because then I'm going to go do that. Or I'm going to tell my 24-year-old that's still living in my house to go do this. Number one, information security analyst. Yes. All right. This information's insecure. What do I? What do I, I have spoken. What do I? <laughs> what do I? What classes do I take or? License do I get to go out that, and be an information security analyst? Is that an anti-hacker? I don't know. I don't know what any of those things are. In the old days, I got to believe the list. If you did the list 40 years ago, it'd be like auto mechanic, doctor. The things you knew what they were. Sure. Cowboy, heavy machine operator. Those were the five choices. <laughs> what do I want to do? What makes my heart sing? Yes. And I wonder what, which of those jobs make your heart sing. Actuary? Does that make your heart sing? It might make your heart sing if you like being left alone in a room crunching numbers. That might make your heart sing. I wonder if there's a parallel universe where alternate Joe is super happy in a completely different line of work. 
I'd love to talk to him. Uh, yeah, I don't. I hate to say this out loud, and I certainly don't want to say it around my kids yet. But um, I don't think I could do a real job and be happy. <laughs> I don't want to say that to my kids because they're going to have to go out and get real jobs, almost certainly. Well, it's uh, yeah. I hear what you're saying, but you approach life differently, though. True. When you're when you're living like that. True. My dad did not look to his job for what well, to make his heart sing or for fun or, you know, a creative outlet. He, he wasn't expecting People that. People have show. been living to work for a very long time. Oh, Shut and up. I think the pandemic brought that moment of reflection yeah. for everyone. That's right. See, my dad never quit his job because he just never took the time to reflect on the fact that I don't really like doing this. And then I'm only doing it for the money. He never reflected and thought, you know, the only reason I do this, the only reason I show up is because they pay me. Yeah, that's what a freaking job is. That's the moron from 60 Minutes this past Sunday night. The LinkedIn lady seemed like a nice enough lady, but she said crazy shit a lot. Trying to pretend that all of a sudden all the rules of history have been upended and everybody gets to do a job that makes them happy. And because you want to do it, not because it's for the money. All right. That'd just be fantastic, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, okay. Man, there's a lot of crap people say these days. <laughs> they get away with it. Nobody's willing to call anybody on their crap. Mm. I'm calling crap. My heart's singing right now. I'm going to open up a VHS video store. I'm going to bring it back. Yes. Do it. Well, I guess that's it. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.